Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at Supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Hobart, as always brought to you by Harrison Agents, Tasmania's real estate experts. Well, Flash, our next guest is a bizarre story. It really is a, a bizarre story, but it's the way of the, the modern world and the way of um, modern sport. You think with the trade period in the AFL done and dusted, the free agency period was nearly finished. It's, it's sort of called the silly season, but then nearly the silliest thing of, of all of it popped up and read its head late. And Hugh Greenwood, who is now a North Melbourne football player and will be playing football down here in front of his friends and family at Blunston Arena, joins us on the line. Hugh, welcome to the Jack and Flash show. Fellas, thanks for having me. Well, mate, it, it has been... Whirlwind. An, an, a whirlwind. It's been an unbelievable <laughs> week in your life, mate. And, and first things first, how, how are you dealing with it all? Yeah, um, it's been, um, yeah, it's been a, a wild couple of days um, and I guess with it being from I guess getting an offer from North to making a call by within 48 hours there hasn't been a whole lot of time to process everything and obviously with the nature of the uh, of how it all went down I couldn't really reach out and talk to many people about it so there's only dad um, my wife Kirsten my agent and here we are trying to make a call that's gonna it's a pretty big one we felt like so it's um, it's all starting to sink in now it's pretty daunting but at the same time we're so excited to get down to to North and um, even more excited to be playing back home um, at least five or six games down down home in Hobart, which is which is pretty cool. And certainly, I think you, well, your friends and family that are down here. And of course, you're a Lauderdale boy, a boy originally, and they are so excited to see you play football. I know from my own personal experience, we played North Melbourne down here 2013 or 14. It was one of my uh, fondest memories in, in AFL. But run us through the initial meetings when you were told that you were going to be um, delisted, uh, or I suppose asked, is it okay for you to be delisted? And then the thought that you've now ended up at another club, did it, did it come up in conversation with Gold Coast that this might happen? Was it a risk that they were willing to take? And how did that initial conversation go about? Yeah, it was a weird one. It would have been two days after the trade period ended. I got a text from Stewie saying, can you come meet Craig and I in, in my office tomorrow? So you always assume the worst. I thought I'd made it through the trade period, so I thought I'd be all right. <laughs> but I went, in, I went in there, and I just said, look, and Widow was there to the look, um, we're trying to add some flexibility to the list, and um, we're trying to basically figure out how we can keep the group together rather than keep bringing in kids that we have plenty of and, and that are, we believe are, are the future footy club. So we're going to try on some things and would you mind if we delisted you? But um, we'll keep you on the primary list. Your contract will stay the same. Nothing will change on, on your end. We just want to make sure that you're on board with with it. And obviously the first thing that came to mind was, you know, what if someone else takes me? And they said, you know, that we, we're pretty confident. We're very confident in fact that we wouldn't be putting your name out there if we didn't think that was going to happen. Um, so then a month went by and 
sort of didn't think anything of it and got a call on the Wednesday from Craig saying, yep, today's the day, no worries. There might be a bit of media stuff around, but um, um, we'll stick to what, what the plan is and, and that's to, to bring you back. You're a big part of the footy club, so that's all, all well and good. Thursday rolled around and I sent out that tweet after getting a bit of noise and a bit of a bit of uh, conversation around why I got delisted and if I was an anti-vaxxer, if I was my knee was cooked or I had a fallen out. So I sort of put that tweet out on Friday to sort of uh, on Thursday to clear everything up. Uh, Friday I got the call from um, from North. They called my agent um, and they basically just just asked if. Um, Nobes could give me a call and Nobes is a, is a man that I've known for a very, very long time another proud Tasmanian um, who'd spent some time visiting him in the States trying to get me back from basketball to the to the Crows and ultimately did so I thought the least I could do is take a call from from him and obviously things progressed from there and by Monday afternoon I was, I was off the north uh, Hugh, I'm fascinated in, in your mm. thought process so you've got the club you've been at you've already cop the wrath in this AFL system. I was staggered when you sort of got moved on almost from Adelaide at the time and the conversation was too many big bodies, Crouch Brothers, etc, etc, etc. Rory Sloan didn't fit in. You, I thought your year last year was terrific and you've continued to do what you have always do. You're a big body midfielder hard. You tackle your backside off week in, week out. So when they do that to you, clearly your ego is very bruised when you say this is... Look, we see you, we want you, but we sort of don't quite want you. That had to make the North Melbourne thing almost easy in a way, wouldn't it? Well, In, in terms of, I you know, how you're I thinking about out, it all. Yeah, well, I mean, I walked out of the meeting, the initial meeting, having cleared everything up, because the first questions are, are, yeah, do you actually want me and where do you see me? And they were like, no, 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 this is... This has got this has got nothing to do with where you, where we see you. You're clearly part a big part of our, our plans, and um, you're in our you're in our twenty two rata rata. So I walked out of that meeting um, confident of, of where I sat. So that's why I didn't think anything of it um, until yeah until until North called. They basically just called us and said, "Do the Suns realise?" Because I guess the initial plan was to go down the draft in the the pre season. I get confused to be honest with all the different drafts and whatnot. But, um, yeah, the initial plan was they called and said, you, they realised that we can actually take Gilly before the Suns, right? We'll pick one and they'll have pick three. Um, but then, obviously, we turned around and said, yes, we do, but we'd, it'd have to be something that Hugh's really comfortable with and he obviously loves it here. And uh, despite the, the delisting, the, the club still wants him around and wants him part of the, the future. So, yeah, it was... Um, I walked away out of the meeting, hadn't really thought too much about it other than the initial, like, why me? But... Yeah, I mean, because of it, I guess it opened up the possibility to be picked up by another club, and that's what happened. But I was pretty confident with where I sat around the delisting and where the club wanted me. And with discussions on the Monday, they were pretty, still pretty keen to have me around. It just didn't quite work itself out. So, what, what is the answer then to you asked the question yourself there? Why me? What, what was their answer back to why they chose you? I mean, clearly they've said you're in your best, the best twenty-two, and well, we. Flash and I both think you're a fantastic player and you fit into most sides' best 22. Did yeah. they have an answer for why they picked you to and the other two boys as well, why they picked you three to, to be the players? Yeah, so I think there was a couple of reasons. Obviously, A, just being mature enough to, uh, to handle the, the chatter. Um, obviously, touching on my experiences in America and being around in American sports and appreciating teams using all, all that they can to 
to help their, their their team out. So I guess having followed American sports, you know, they do all the loopholes, they do this, they do that. Um, and then I, I suppose the messaging was um, the teams that were interested, North and, and Collingwood were the two teams that technically had picks before the Suns. They were confident that they weren't looking um, for a player like me. So that was why they, um, they put my name out there. And um, unfortunately, or fortunately, it it wasn't the case. There was a team that was very interested and they've gone out and, and made a made an attempt to add someone to their list that they believe can help their footy club and here we are. Listen, tell me about back to that without rehashing those initial conversations with the Gold yeah. Coast. When you went home that night um, and you lied down in bed and you're just thinking about, you know, what's going on here and, and then you... The Jack Jumpers thing is just happening all around you. You can't oh, trade in, in sports, well, Flash. Well, uh, look, I, I'm someone who watched most of your college games at New Mexico um, when you could get a feed, which was quite regularly at the time, and your game was, your basketball game was pretty much like you play footy, gritty, super defender, leader, et cetera, et cetera. Did, you, did, you, did it cross your mind think, or has it crossed your mind thought, Stuff it, let's go and play basketball again. This would be fun. I'm young enough, I can play basketball till I'm 36 or 7. Or, part two of the question, is that still something that you haven't ruled out going forward? Oh, boys, I have been planting the seed forever. Forever, <laughs> ever. Forever. So, so unfortunately, the, the mighty jack jumps had filled up their roster when the, all this went down. So it was, a, it was something that I've been trying to plant the seed years down the track. So the only, the, I guess the only kind of... Um, of the, the North Melbourne deal is that it might it might close the door on a potential jack jumper return. I'm, I'm not sure they're going to be too keen on a a uh, 30 plus year old uh, development player. But I'll do I'll do all I can. I've been following it closely. It's such a it's, it's such a cool thing to to be happening in Tasmania. So I've been following the jack jumpers closely. Um, worst case scenario, the, the mighty charges down in Hobart, the Hobart <laughs> worst case scenario at this stage, but um, that will obviously came to the game late footy, so I'm just trying to play it for as long as I can, and, and I love playing it, so, um, but the basketball thing is, is in the back of the mind, but it might be on the shelf now. So, the North Melbourne came calling, we know, let's say the Jack Jumpers came calling as well. Figures added up. <laughs> any, any, any other team, so... I can't stress it, like how important a player you are to go, to Gold Coast. It, it miffs me, and I find it bizarre. But was was North the only team that that, that put a call, a call across to your to your manager or your agent, or was there other teams that sort of might have sort of just had a little sniff around to see whether you were available to to them? Yeah, there were a couple of other clubs that I won't name them, but there were a couple of other clubs just sort of seeing how it all worked out because even they were a bit confused, I, I suppose. It was if it was uh, going to be national draft or pre-season draft or um, all that sort of stuff. But um, as we mentioned, we were we were very very settled here on the coast, and it, it took someone that we were that I had a strong relationship in Nobes to uh, to even consider taking a call. So um, yeah, I guess they were a little bit confused and just wanted to see how the process was going to play itself out. Um, so, but no, nah, once the only the only call that that we took seriously was was from Nobes because it was one that um you know the least we can do for all he's done for me so yeah it's um the plan was never to leave um but unfortunately or fortunately this this opportunity presents itself and here we are 
Hugh, how does it all fit for you at North Melbourne? They had, a, I thought, a terrific year last year. Lots of kids. Davies Uniac, they brought Stevenson across from Collingwood, of course. Um, there's a bit of, there's some real energy in the youth coming through, isn't there? And the kids, Simpkins got bigger, Phillips, etc., etc. It's a pretty mm. exciting team to be going forward to. You've obviously, you'll be a, an experienced player, of course, like um, your Ben Cunnington's, your Jack Siebel's still there. It must yep. be terribly exciting for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's I. I basically they painted a picture of playing the same role that I've, I've played here at the Suns the last few years, just coming in and providing a presence on field and off field to help a young group get where they want to get to. So um, it's a really, really exciting midfield, and I think the back half of the year, all those guys started to find their feet, especially with, with senior guys coming back into the side through injury, etc. So. It's a really, really, really exciting um, young midfield group and I can't wait to slot in. Thankfully, my role's um, a very, very easy one and one that I've been able to play for a number of years now. It's, as long as you have a crack, it all manages to work itself out. So I'll basically go in there, slot in and, and carry the load for these young guys and let them flourish and thrive. Chatting to uh, Hugh Greenwood here, new North Melbourne player and proud Tasmanian. The, the last one before we let you go, Hugh. Hmm. Social media, um, you came out and obviously made the stand and, and it was true to the word, as you've said here, that, that what you said was was what was happening and then obviously it changed and flipped on its head. What's the... People question your your the motive, your integrity, your loyalty for making the move. What do you say to, to people that have those thoughts about what's happened over the last 72 hours? Well, if you read anything that... If you read any, anything or listen to anything that's been spoken about the situation that was close to the situation, it's all been the same because it's all true. It's, no, the Gold Coast didn't predict this to happen. Um, we didn't predict this to happen. By Clearly, by my, my statement on Friday, I was my, my mind was here on the Gold Coast and, and looking forward to, to being up here for the next couple of years. Um, and then Friday, the call rolls around and um, things change. But I think it's, yeah, it's one of those things that 24 hours can be a really long time in footy but anyone close to the situation and um, understands that that's that's what happened and that's why there's been no hard feelings between the sons they were really really um, cooperative and really supportive in in how it all went down and, and same with north and then same with our end so um, it is what it is the only yeah the only one I regret was probably leaving the wildcats on those terms those that was that was probably the worst one a long time ago I feel like I've come a long way from then. Um, but obviously with, with the Crows stuff, I was, despite what people say, I was moved on. Obviously, Rue came out on the radio and said why I was moved on, even though people still think that I took off. Um, and then again, I was committed to the Suns. Um, but then North came up with a with a plan for me and um, that ticked a lot of boxes with a family now and being close to home and opportunities to prolong my career. It was something that you just have to do. So, um, I'm, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things that, that happened, but anyone close to the situation understands that's, that's how it went down. And I made it made me look like a fool for a bit, but now everyone seems to be across that that's actually what happened. Well, mate, we appreciate you coming on the radio and owning it and give us, giving us the the real story about what's happened. And look, if there's a, a shining light of all the muck that's happened over the last whatever twenty four um, twenty four hours, even even the last week, is that. You'll be playing football for a Tasmanian coach uh, in your home state at a ground that 
you would have played a lot of junior football out and it would have grown up driving past to go to school nearly every day and it's uh, it's a very special moment mate and you'll, you'll get that opportunity multiple times next year and uh, no doubt your family looking forward to seeing you play AFL football on the mighty Blunston Arena mate thanks for joining us mate thanks for having me Skies I, I really appreciate it lovely lovely, lovely. there you go Hugh Greenwood well, now now uh, new North Melbourne player and of course has been talked about a lot in the media over the last week or so so Certainly, uh, certainly looking forward to seeing what he does because he's got a real point to prove, Flash, that why they put him on that, yeah, why they even put him in that in that position. They've been a bit cute, weren't they? Yeah, because, as always, you can join us uh, thirteen hundred forty two fifteen thirty three, or send us a text if you, even if you know Hugh or uh, you've got a thoughts on on what's happened with the Suns and, and North Melbourne Greenwood situation. Oh four three seven double five two five three five.